You're listening to Zeidler Group's Legal Zeitgeist podcast, the funds law podcast series that helps asset management firms reevaluate and revolutionize their current approach to investment funds law with the latest technology, legal and regulatory compliance insights, and best practices. Hi, I'm Kunal Grover, Head of Business Development at Seidler Group, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Elisa Foleta Fernberg, Head of ESG at the Seidler Group. On today's episode, we'll be discussing, as Elisa's title sort of gave away, ESG. I think, Elisa, maybe to kick us off, could you run through ESG, almost like an ESG 101 or crash course in ESG? What's the background? Where does this come from and why is this the hottest topic in the industry today? Uh, sure. Thank you, Kunal. It's a very good question. So the concept of sustainable investment, actually, some claim that it dated back to uh, 200 years. But in fact, uh, the first really formalization of sustainable investment and the concept of ESG was in 1992 at the United Nations Conference, which was then extended in 97 with the Kyoto Protocol, which actually formally um, recognized the effect of climate change and set a a limitation to the level of greenhouse gas emissions. Later in, in the 2000s, uh, the UN established the UN uh, Global Compact, which is a CEO initiative, a voluntary initiative to contribute to better working and living conditions and to achieve a more uh, sustainable society and way of living for all. And then in 2015, really, it wasn't until then that a new era for uh, sustainable finance was really heralded when the United Nations General Assembly actually set out the 17 SDGs, which uh, are the Sustainable Development Goals, and our goals that are working together are aimed at uh, creating a fairer world. The Sustainable Development Goals then were prioritized in terms of uh, the environment. And this was agreed at the Paris Agreement in 2016, which was then also adopted by the European Commission. The European Commission made actually a formal commitment for Europe to be by 2050 a climate neutral a continent and the first climate neutral continent. And they really enshrined in their law uh, the commitment to uh, the SDGs and the Paris Agreement and the, they realized that in order to achieve a, a just society, in order to achieve those climate ambition, finance really needed to be redirected to transition, climate transition activities or activities that contributed to climate change mitigation. And in order to do this, uh, they have asked investors and financial market participants to really contribute to these uh, goals. And that is what has spurred the flurry of uh, regulatory regulations and regulatory activities since. Uh, some of these being obviously SFDR, the Sustainable Finance Risk Disclosure Regulations, and the EU taxonomy. Thanks, Elisa. I mean, you fit quite a bit in there, so thank you for that. And uh, certainly, I think it was a very, very good summary and background in ESG. One thing that I've always noticed is that the industry loves its acronyms. And uh, let's just say with introduction or let's the focus on ESG, we've added even more acronyms. Yeah, what should be on our radars? Um, sure, actually, that is, I mean, the first acronym really that's relevant is ESG, right? Standing for Environmental, Social and Governance. 
But then we have a lot of acronyms coming out of the um, regulators and coming out of the regulations themselves. And if we look at SFDR, this being itself an acronym, an acronym standing for the Sustainable Risk Disclosure Regulation, there are certain concepts that are often being referred to by the financial market participants as, as, as key concepts. So one of them being a PAI, Principal Adverse Impacts, a very uh, similar abbreviation, uh, PASI, the Principal Adverse Sustainability Indicators, which inform uh, those PAIs that we talked about earlier. And then um, from the taxonomy, for example, you have the DNSH, which stands for a do not significant harm, is a concept that's slightly less broad than the principal adverse impact concept. And then you have other regulations that are often abbreviated, like NFRD or CSRD, NFRD being the non-financial risk regulation. Uh, and the CSRD, the Corporate um, Sustainability Risk Directive, um, Sustainability Reporting Directive. So these, I think, are the ones to watch out for. But within this and within especially the climate change sphere, you have a lot of acronyms. And uh, certainly having a grasp on these is, is extremely important. I think uh, just to really uh, summarize this, I think we're all in agreement that ESG is a hot topic for a reason. Well, Lisa, I thought I knew the acronyms. I certainly learned a few new ones there, so thank you for that. And uh, take care and stay safe. Thank you. You reached the end of another episode of the Legal Zeitgeist podcast. Connect with us at zeidler.group to subscribe. Thank you for listening. The Legal Zeitgeist podcast is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. Professional legal advice should be obtained before taking or refraining from any action as a result of the contents of this podcast. All rights reserved.